Hi everyone, welcome to TTT, the Talking Transport Transformation Podcast, brought to you by TUMI, the Transformative Urban Mobility Initiative. I am delighted to introduce today's guest to you, Laura Ballesteros Mancilla. Laura is a public policy and regulation expert. As a congresswoman in the local Congress of Mexico City, she actively claims female empowerment in transport planning. Also, she co-founded the network Mujeres in Movimiento, Women in Motion, which is active in many Latin American countries. In this episode, Laura shares her experiences of promoting women's needs in the mobility world, which is historically designed by men. She explains to us how women's roles in society shape their mobility and how this experience is underrepresented in urban infrastructure. Further, Laura reflects on the five-year anniversary of Women in Motion and Women Mobilized Women, which were both founded in 2018 and have since come a long way. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, Laura, to the Talking Transport Transformation podcast. We're really happy to have you here. Hello, it is so nice to hear you and to have this amazing conversation. So you are one of the founders of Women in Motion, and um, I wanted to ask you, what are some of the issues in the Latin American context that motivated you initially to found this network? And what are the key issues that need to be addressed for equitable transport? It is not a secret that Latin America is, especially the transport sector and the governmental sector, it is a men's world. And for that reason, all the women that are, are trying to go further to be on the decision-making tables, uh, on, the, on the main uh, um, offices, public or private, um, in order to make changes, all of us are facing a lot of challenges. And one of the biggest challenges here is the, the violence, not just the gender uh, in, in politics, also um, on the streets when you are trying to uh, complete your journeys and your life uh, on the streets. So when you realize that this violence happens inside the public and the private offices when it comes about um, the decision-making processes, but also over the streets when it comes and it's related about the journeys that you are making, it is time to put our hands on and to make things change because this is happening because we are women. And this violence won't stop if we don't try in a different way together different kinds of solutions in order to change the order. So that's the reason why women inside this Women in Motion Network started working like more than five years ago in this amazing initiative. Uh, what we were trying to achieve at that time as a first step is a big network of women working in transport and urban agendas inside government, private sector and NGOs We were focused and we are focused at that time and now in the violence that we are facing as women in our spaces. So you're facing this issue um, not only from the transport sector, but also from the um, political arena. And could you tell us a little bit more about what you meant by the aspect of political violence and what kind of barriers you've had to overcome to create a more inclusive city? I have been doing this job, I mean, in inside politics since 20 years ago. And since then and now, 
it is critical for me to understand that most of the challenges that I am facing off, it is because my gender. In these matters, it is important to also understand that I am not alone and women who are facing this kind of, of challenges when it comes about violence, gender, violence in politics, they are not alone. And it is important also to understand that this violence when it comes about gender violence uh, in politics, it is not just because they don't understand what we are doing or what we are trying to say or achieve, because that is a very uh, under patriotized uh, way to understand the problem. The main point here is that this is a, a struggle of power. Um, most of the times when you are victim of violence in these uh, arenas, it is because you are fighting for an important change, because you are representing an important way to, to create change. And this challenges the, the power, the power that it is inside your office, inside your government, inside the status quo that it is working day by day in the daily problems of your city. So when you understand this, it is like easier to be braver because you understand that it is not because of you as yourself, as a person. It is because you represent change. And women who works in uh, the public space agenda, in the mobility and transport agenda, in the urban agenda, we understand that we need to create changes in our, in our uh, public spaces and in our streets because cities are not, not neutral when it comes about gender perspective. And uh, we need to understand that we are more than the 50% of the journeys in our cities as average. And that's the reason why we need a specific focus on our needs in order to complete our journeys and to be safe uh, over the streets. And this uh, demands specific planning, a specific budget, and specific decision-making processes, processes that can allow the participation of women in main offices, but also the users that are all over the street and the uh, private sector, the women who are in the private sector, who are creating jobs and investing money to have better options and transport systems, and of course, the politicians. So, so this is the reason why when you are bringing over the table these kind of changes, you are going to be most of the times a menace. And if you are able to work with broader network of women who are trying to achieve these changes to all over the region or all over the world, it will be easier because you are going to understand that the challenges are common and that maybe everybody have a lot of knowledge managing specific situations that you are maybe in the middle of. So this is one of the main purposes of Women in Motion, how we can create this network, how we can share knowledge, and how we can face these challenges together. I think there was an important note that transformative change and equity concerns always has this dimension of shifting powers and it's not to be underestimated uh, the resistance we might face, but it's nothing personal. Great point. And you're also part of a community globally that uh, is concerned with sustainable mobility. You said once, if we invest in sustainable mobility, we invest in women. Uh, why is that? Yeah, this is one of the main technical perspectives that we are working inside the Women in Motion initiative. We have a huge 
leadership program that it is oriented to women who are working in the transport and the urban agenda all over the sectors, uh, of course, government, but also civil society sector and, of course, the private sector. And what we are trying to achieve here is, in one hand, to uh, strengthen their tools when it comes about leadership, sustainable one, ones that build with all the people who are who surrounds you, and it is like more circular, not patriarchal and transversal when it comes about the decision making processes. I mean, a, a leadership with future and built in community, uh, but also we are trying to strengthen also the technical skills of the women who are part of, and one of the main theses that we are creating here, that it is a thesis of change, is that if you invest in sustainable mobility, you are investing in women. Because as I said, we are more than the 50% of the journeys in our cities. This is, uh, well, the, the main urban cities all over the world. And the, the main reason because of this, it is not just uh, because the, the gender creation when it comes about population, also because women make more journeys than men because we have all around and surrounding us the mobility of care. And the mobility of care, it is this agenda of care that it is right now because of patriarchy and inequality of the status quo, it is also oriented most of the times to women. So when we are having our journeys on the cities, we are... Uh, I mean, having this kind of journey to go to the school with the kid, we are maybe giving the, our grandmother, grandfather or grandmother a journey to the hospital or, or to the healthcare system, or maybe we are going to the supermarket because we have to uh, make the list of the week for the, for the house. So we are creating, as I, as I am trying to, to picture here, a lot of journeys around our, our homes um, there are journeys related into the care uh, uh, work. So this is the reason why we are sustaining daily between six, five or six journeys per day. Uh, they are short journeys. They are, as I said, like in the surrounding of the houses. Uh, and, and, and they are uh, uh, oriented into the care agenda. So um, when we are trying to understand this, and, and when we also take a further look into the numbers, we will, we will also find that at least in the Latin American countries, most of these journeys are made by public transport systems and by walk. Um, and this is not just because a sustainable uh, decision that it, it, it is like great if you are trying to understand this in that point of view. But no, the, the thing is that most of these journeys of the women who are taking care of the family in the mobility of care agenda, they are making, they, making their journeys by walk and by, by public transport system because when you have a car in one specific house, that car will be used by the men because of patriarchy. And that explains why the, the women have to create their journeys by walk and by transport systems. So we are occupying the public space, the public transport systems, the streets, more uh, time than men because they are just doing two 
in average two journeys and they are make, creating these journeys by car and they are long journeys with work purposes. So their objectives and their needs are completely different than us. So when we understand this, we understand that we need to improve public space. We need to make it safer. We need better infrastructure oriented to all these special needs, such as, uh, for example, sidewalks and we need safe uh, intersections and of course we need more non-motorized mobility and more investment in public transport systems and we need more cameras and more lighting all over the streets and of course uh, of course we we need uh, women taking these decisions because we understand better what we are living so so this is a a, a little example of why um, if we are uh, investing in, in, in sustainable mobility, we are investing in women. And if we are investing in women, we are investing in the future of the cities. The leadership training that you mentioned has been a great success in fostering the change you're describing here. What are some other current or upcoming activities of the network that you can share? Well, we, we have three different pillars in our work in, in the Women in Motion initiative. The first one, as I said, is this uh, leadership program that we have a version in Spanish that it is oriented to the Latin American people. And we have another version in English that it is oriented for people all over the world. It is, this is the global program. Uh, and, and, and we are trying to go further our Latin American region because we understand that women all over the world are facing most of the times the same challenges and we need to share knowledge and we need to create a network who can support our activity and support our activity and this is a very important objective of the network and it is our second pillar how we can mentor uh, to create like a mentoring uh, network not just with the global program i mean uh, create some specific technical Uh, skills for the, the women in leadership and in sustainable mobility, but also how we can support the day by day of those women, women who are working inside public and private offices and are working all over the streets because we are facing very hard uh, choices um, and we need to understand better how we can do it um, in a better way and in a stronger way. So this mentoring pillar for us is very important because most of the times, the most hard battles, it is not just when you are developing a specific task inside government or in a private sector. Most of the, mo the hardest battles you, that you will face will be when you are out of that kind of, 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 of challenges. I mean, when you are on your house because you lose your job, because you have a lot of, receive a lot of violence inside that office and you resign because you are trying to create an, a, a new project and you need support of, of the people who are involved in, in that kind of matters. So this mentoring process, it is also oriented for women who are trying to reinvent themselves. Uh, either because they were victims of political violence or because they are trying to create something new. So, so we understand as Women in, in Motion Network that, that the most important support that we can provide for women are in that specific cases where, where you are like passing through difficult times. And the third pillar is the uh, knowledge creation. 
because we understand that we are also implementing, observing, and taking decisions all over the agendas of the urban mobility and the public space in our cities. So we understand that we are also creating a lot of knowledge when we are planning, implementing, investing, studying. So we're creating a big and a huge uh, database on that, a platform where everybody can just join and, and be part of uh, not just contributing with their own knowledge, also uh, to receiving the knowledge of, of women all over the world. So so three, these three important pillars are our main objectives. And we are very, very excited that we are uh, having a very important grow in our, in our network. We are going to Asia in this year to create our own chapter of the Women in Motion initiative. So we are going to go bigger there and we are very very happy to welcome the Asian network inside this mobility and urban cities uh, network. Those are some great news. And um, to me's network, Women Mobilize Women, we are also really excited to be growing closer with Women in Motion as well as Women on the Move Asia collaborating on future projects together. You already highlighted what it means to have that collaboration of women in the transport sector across continents. I'm also curious to hear um, what are some of the feedback that you've heard from the network members? Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned it, and we are very grateful with the Women uh, Mobilize Women initiative. We we were born because the the Women Mobilize Women initiative. So we understand that uh, if we work together, we are going to have greater results. And one of the examples that I can give you here is exactly the Women uh, Mobilize Women conference and, and initiative because we, in that specific international collaboration, started our work and understand better how we can collaborate collaborate and work together. And that's the reason why we create this Latin American network. And then also we started to work with our American, North American colleagues And we understand that they have a lot of knowledge uh, managing international organizations and multilateral cooperation. So for us, it was very important to understand that maybe the Latin American Women Network was oriented into the implementation and the planning processes because we were like, we have more experience there in, in, in these changes that we were pushing since 15 years ago in our cities, but the North American colleagues have a lot of experience in the international and multilateral politics. And then we understand with, for example, with the German network that we have the opportunity to work with in the last conference of the Women Mobilize Women edition in, in, in Berlin, that they have a lot of experience um, Uh, creating finance networks for the, the, the initiatives. So we understand, understand it at that moment better how we can create this uh, sustainable strategy to finance our projects and our objectives. And it was amazing to understand it better because they have a lot of experience on that. And now that we are creating this alliance with the Asian community, I am sure that we are going to learn a lot of because we are facing a lot of common challenges. And we have these huge cities such as Sao Paulo or Mexico City 
or Nueva Delhi in this case, that we uh, understand better how to manage this huge amount of people all over our public transport systems and all over the place and how we desperately need more finance in order to uh, create a, a more sustainable network. But also we are trying to create solutions that have no that high cost because we don't have that amount of money. So the imagination, the creativity here is also a key part of our communities. So this is uh, one of the biggest reasons that we are so excited in our collaboration. And of course, we are also facing very similar challenges as women inside the power structure and also outside in the public space. Yeah, it's incredible to hear all the activities that are currently going on and how big this network has become. We are currently celebrating the five-year anniversary of Women Mobilize Women and also the foundation of Mujeres in Movimiento at the first Women Mobilize Women conference in 2018. And it started out just as a theme for the Tumi conference. And now we have these two big networks that have grown since then. Could you maybe uh, recount a little bit what has changed since then and how you would compare the networks from 2018 to 2023? Yeah, and I think it's also a very exciting exercise because um, at that moment when these five or six women that, that we just got together to create this initiative, the Women in Motion Initiative, At that time, we we wasn't realizing that we are going to be this big in this moment. We were trying to create at that time a safe space for everybody to work uh, with all the passion and all the talent that all the women in these fields have. And we were trying to, to create this a special space to, again, to be safe and to exchange communication and knowledge. And we started at that time with five women and then we became 10, like in sort of a matter of two months. And then we were like at six months of that moment, we, we were like 20 women and we started to go big in so little time. And now we are more than 200 women all over the region and we are trying to go bigger in a global way with Asia. So what I can say like trying to do this exercise is that uh, when we create together, we are unstoppable. And when we understand that we are not, uh, we, we are not supposed to fight between each other's that when we create internal teams of women inside our um, work networks, when we understand better than the other one is facing this, the, the same challenges as you, and when you understand that most of the challenges that you are uh, facing is because you are women and you are in the middle of a struggle of power inside your office, it, it is easier to face those challenges. And also, at the end of the day, if you receive a special skills, technical tools to face uh, those kind of challenges, it will be better. So... So right now, what we are trying to do, because we, right now we are seeing ourselves as a mature organization, five years later <laughs> when we were born, uh, is that we are ready to uh, start to create a community of practice 
that is our next big step. We understand that we are doing this uh, like in a very organic way. So we really understand right now that we need to uh, push forward to have a proper method, a proper organization to be more effective in our uh, goals, in, in our own practices inside our cities. And, and we also understand that we need financial support in order to get that. So our next step will be that. And, and we are very excited because we also understand that it is a, a, a special need for all the cities all over the world. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. I can't wait to see what the future holds for our respective networks and coming activities for Women in Motion. And yeah, thanks so much again. Thank you very much for everything. It's exciting to have this conversation with you. Thank you very much to our remarkable guest, Laura Ballesteros Mancia, and to all the listeners for joining us today. This episode is part of a series of interviews featuring the remarkable feminist voices in trans by 2023. As we conclude, let's keep Laura's encouragement to all the women out there in mind. You are not alone. We are stronger together and we have to break the patriarchal pact, taking these first steps of collectiveness. We wish you a great day and hope that you keep advocating for sustainable mobility systems for all. Thank you.